hello 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 what's up everybody how y'all doing out there it is 10 11 a.m monday 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 april 13th man the birds are chirping they're loud i haven't got gas in over a month it's crazy i've i have barely driven in the, the past month I'm, I'm trying to think of how many miles I've driven probably definitely under 50 <laughs> which is crazy if you think about it. probably probably about yeah 30 maybe 30 miles because Walmart is four miles away so that's an eight mile trip right there but I've, I haven't been going very often. I've only been going to the grocery store once every 10 days or so. Maybe every two weeks. Eh, 10 days. But <laughs> I've been trying to, I'm keeping it down. I'm, I'm just, I'm just buckling it down. Just holing up. It's becoming a, a hermit. But we, we're, it's, it's ordered it's we're government ordered hermits (laughs) but that's not what this is about as i always say i don't want i'm not even gonna address it because everyone's everyone's talking about it's like the elephant in the room it's the bat in the room (laughs) the viral bat the yeah um oh man the craziest news, I don't even want to talk about. But I, I can't believe that they're reopening the wet markets. I've that's that's all I want to say. I I can't believe that those are gonna get. I mean, they're already reopening. And that's where the stuff comes from. That's where that stuff comes from. So the idea, but that's all. <laughs> this has been the political. This has been the pandemic corner, but this is the Mariners cast. This is the Mariners podcast. 2001, a Space Needle Odyssey. Game 10. Friday the 13th. Back in 2001. Start time, 7.07. They lost to the Anaheim Angels. I thought they used to be the California Angels. They must have just switched their name to Cal- from California Angels to Anaheim. This was at Edison Field. So this was before... Man, what's... What is... <laughs> I like stutter. I'm like, uh, what is this? What's Edison Field? Is it... There's just a bunch of light bulbs everywhere. Right? 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 Edison, huh? Oh. Did it used to be called... Angel Stadium used to be called Edison Field. Because when did... Angel Stadium opened... 1966? Wow. I did not realize that Angel Stadium was that old. 1966. 
54 years old. I thought, man, yeah, construction costs 24 million. <laughs> That's so low. There's, there's tons of, there's people who buy houses here for that much money. There's a lot of houses that cost 24 million in SoCal. Dude, that's <laughs> that's crazy. Oh, helicopter. Hold for helicopter. Gosh, we get some. Yeah, keep. I wonder if you could hear that. Get some low flying helicopters and planes around here. Because we're kind of close to the. We're not really that close to the airport. But. Yeah. Yeah. And then. 1997. 118 million renovations. There you go. Actually, 97 to 99 renovations. So, yeah, that's funny how it costs five times as much to renovate it as it did to build it. Isn't it ironic? <laughs> it's like a ray. Are you ready? It's a good event that you just can't fade. <laughs> I don't know why I had that song stuck in my stuck in my craw. So what was it? Thirty one thousand eighty seven attendance. Two hours thirty one minutes. Yep, yeah, lost four to three. Ten hits for the Mariners. Only three runs. Eight hits for the Angels. Shigatoshi Hasegawa got the win. Kazuhiro Sasaki got the loss. Ooh. First blown save of the season for Sasaki. Gave up. He gave up two runs in the bottom of the ninth. Winning runs scored with zero outs. Let's see the Mariners batting. Edgar hit a double. His fourth of the season. Anthony Sanders. Who's who's Anthony Sanders? Wait, oh wait, we talked about we've looked at Anthony Sanders before. Yeah, we did. We pulled him up. I remember looking at Anthony Sanders a few episodes ago. He only played three seasons. Only 13 games total. Poor, poor Anthony. Poor Anthony Sanders. Uh, no, he still need a, a cup of coffee. More like a, an espresso shot. Barely even. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's see, who else should we? Let's look at John Olerud. What did he do? Mr. Why did I wonder why he always wore a helmet when he was it must be because he must have had a head injury right because he, he always wore that helmet in the in the field wait he's a hall of famer what he's a Oh, Canadian. (laughs) 
Oh, Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame. Wait, but let's see. Why is he in the Canadian of the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame? That doesn't sound like a real thing. Because <laughs> he's from he's from Seattle. He's from Bellevue. Went to Inner Lake. I ran track there. I remember running track there. Because they had a a Smurf turf. I think they had a blue football field. Uh, they definitely had a blue track. I don't know if they had a blue football field. Like Boise. Boise. As you say it. Boise. But... John Olerud went to Washington State. He's a he's a coog. I always forget that. Like his father. Wow. Under coach Chuck Bobo Brayton. Which I think that's the name of the stadium over there in Pullman. It's named after Bobo Brayton. Bobo from Vancouver passed away March 28th, 2015 in Pullman and he coached wow, he coached a long time he coached the Cougs from 1962 to 94 so 33 seasons and then from 1951 to 61, Yakima Valley JC. Wow. All time record for WSU 1162 and 523 and eight. Eight ties. Which is a 689 all time win percentage. Which is ridiculously good. Really good. Damn. I didn't know that WSU... Now I gotta look at WSU baseball history here. I didn't know that we had such a tremendous baseball history. Let's see, here we go. College World Series back in 1965. We were 33-8. and NCAA Regional... In 66, let's see, let's let's just, the Pac-8 tournament, a bunch of years in a row, College World Series in 1976, regional, regional, then it's the Pac-10, regional, couple more regionals, another regional, so we made it to the College World Series twice. And a bunch of regionals, which is one step away, one step away from the College World Series. List of college baseball coaches with 1,100 wins. How many are there? Wow. Mike Martin has 2,029 wins. Florida State, 1980 to 2019. He just retired. Wait, is he? I'm clicking on him. Yeah, he's still kicking it. He's still alive. At 76. 
He's not even that old. He he retired already? 76. Why can't you just... You could be a baseball manager till you're 80, till you, till you croak, you know? You could just do it till you're 90. Because, yeah, out of all the sports, I think baseball managers, those are, they're generally the oldest. Because football coaches are usually a little younger, like Sean McVay. Sean McVay is 34. I think I just looked it up. So that's why... That's why I know that. I just... just, He's young. He's been the coach for a few years. So that's that's crazy. He's younger than some of the players. But then... Is Belichick... Belichick might be the oldest coach. Alright, but now we're talking... Baseball. Let's see. So Mike Martin. Yeah. I guess he just... He just was done. He just retired. Because he's like, I'm the best of all time. Let's see. Who'd he pass? Augie Garrido. Who had 1975 wins. 1975. He coached for... A bunch of teams. Coach San Francisco State, Cal Poly, Cal State Fullerton for 15 years. Illinois. Wait, I'm looking. Okay, they listed it. Yeah, before. Illinois for three seasons. Cal State Fullerton again for six more years. And then Texas. Tejas for 20 seasons. Dang, he had quite the, and he passed away March 18th, or March 15th, 2018, at the age 79, in Newport Beach, California. Dang, that's a, he played, or he coached a lot of different teams. Wow, five College World Series championships. 1979, 84, 95, 02, and 05. Five? That's insane. How many did Mike Martin win? Did he win any? I don't know if he even... Oh, championships. No, it looks like... looks like they never won the... I don't know. Did he win the College World Series? Now I gotta go through these. Man, this is... Did he win it? Runner-up. He was a runner-up in 86. Or Florida State was. For Mike Martin. He was a runner-up in 99. Let's see. Were they the champions in 08? No. They weren't. Wow. He never won it. Runner-up twice. So... Augie Garrido, five-time champion. Gordy Gillespie, that's a great name. 1,893 wins for Lewis from 1953 to 76. Lewis University, Romeoville, Illinois. 
suburb of Chicago, right next to Juliet Town. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> that was, that was a, the dad joke. Dad, lame dad jokes. St. Francis, Illinois, 1977 to 95. A ripping from 96 to 05, and St. Francis from 06 to 11. Ripon, or Ripon, maybe it's Ripon. Wisconsin, it's in Skansen. It's Skansen. Nearly 70% of the students are Skansen residents. There you go. All right, so that's some interesting college baseball history for you how do we even man we just got into that chuck brayton back to the wcu bobo brayton i love that nickname bobo sounds like a sounds like a a horror movie where it's like a demon doll like chucky's cousin Chucky, his uncle, Uncle Bobo, uh, but yeah, Bobo Brayton, <laughs> but yeah, served in the U.S. Army, Air Force, 1944 and 45, World War II, all right, so that's, that's some, oh yeah, but back to John, Ol- back to John Olerud, that's so funny, we never figured out why why is John Olerud wear that helmet? Let's see, maybe if I just search Yep, John Olerud helmets. Though he recovered oh, okay, so I'll have to click on this fun trivia. No, this doesn't seem <laughs> funtrivia.com. I don't know if it's a trusty source. Let's see. 1989, dang, oh, uh, it, it just says a near tragic accident or incident while attending WSU in 1989, Olerud suffered a brain hemorrhage and aneurysm during a morning workout. Though he recovered, doctors advised to wear a protective batting helmet while playing first base or pitching. He was a two-position player in college. In order to protect against line drives and collisions with base runners that might result in contact with his skull. So, I wonder what the accident... He probably just got... He must have been... Let's go to Reddit. (laughs) Let's see what... See what Reddit has to offer here. Hmm. Yeah. They say the same thing. Link to the same... The same exact thing I just read. Alright. So... He had a... Dang, that's... That's too bad. Or, I mean... That's good for... I guess... I mean, he's lucky that he's still got to... Play a long career. After that accident he played 17 seasons and he's apparently going to the Canadian Baseball Hall of Fame <laughs> oh 
Oh, it's because he played for the Blue Jays. Oh. Oh, I didn't realize he played for the Blue Jays for eight seasons. And he only played for Seattle for five. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I thought he played for the Mariners for longer. He was with the Mariners from 2000 to 04. He got traded in the middle of 2004 to the Yankees. Then he played for the Red Sox in his final season. The year after, they broke the curse. Back in 04. But let's see. He had 500 career doubles. That's a lot. He had 255 home runs, 1,230 RBIs, ribbies. That's that's good numbers. Solid 295 batting average. That's good. 398 on base percentage. That's really good. Dang. And he had 2,239 hits. Wow. John Oliver, he's, I'd say he's on the brink of being a baseball Hall of Famer. Not just, not just Canadian Hall of Fame. Because I want to see, wait, let's go back to, I want to see if John Olerud, is he, I wonder if he was, let's see, back to, back to Google, here we go, John Olerud. Hall of Fame. Yep, exactly. Other people already searched it. John Oliver's Hall of Fame case from Fangraphs way back in 2010. Let's see what they say here. They say he doesn't pass the field test for the Hall of Fame. Only made two All-Star games. Never won MVP. Never even won a Silver Slugger. Didn't have blazing speed. Played position of statues, which is first base. That's funny. A statuesque. He's a statuesque player at first base. <laughs> Does not move. That's a. I'm going to remember that. That's a hilarious description of first base. Let's see. He wasn't a power hitter. I don't know. 1,230 RBIs is... That's a lot. 255 homers. That's not too many. Oh, wait. I guess. <laughs> wait, I take it back. 1,230 RBIs and 255 homers is out of the top 100 career in both. Huh. But he did hit 295. And But he did not crack 2,500 hits. Of course. So... They're just saying all the negative things. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense why he didn't make it. He's not quite... He's just not quite... With a player like Fred McGriff only receiving 21.5% of the vote, it's possible that Olerud may slip off the ballot after only one year. Now I gotta... Now I gotta look at... Did Fred McGriff... Did he make it? To the Hall of Fame? Cannot remember. Wow, he had 493 homers? How did he... It looks like he hasn't made it. Fred McGriff. 
What? Five-time All-Star, 1995 World Series, three-time Silver Slugger, All-Star MVP. Played 19 years. Let's see how many. So 493 homers, which practically 500. So that's, that's, he should have made it. 1,550 ribbies, 284 batting average. How many hits does he have? Let's see. Let's go to the 2490. Okay. He should, Fred McGriff should definitely be in the Hall of Fame. That's a, that's a, the crime dog. That's a crime that the crime dog's not in the Hall of Fame. (laughs) Is what I say. What? Let's see. We're, we're pulling up. We're going to. It says. <laughs> this this Wikipedia is just. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna worry about it. We're moving on. But let's just say that. Fred McGriff should definitely be in the Hall of Fame. We'll leave it at that. But did Edgar ever. Now I'm trying to think. I don't think. Edgar did not make it. Wait, no, he did? What? Wait. Wait, how is Edgar in the Hall of Fame, but Fred McGriff is not? Edgar has... I mean, I love Edgar, though. Don't don't get me wrong. He's a... I mean, 2,247 hits, 309 homers, 312 batting average. And then... He was also the the double king. 514 doubles. So, but dang. Still, those numbers aren't as good as Fred McGriff's. 1,261 ribbies. So, way less homers, way less RBIs. And even less hits, too. Dang. And Edgar was a... I mean, he was a... Talk about statuesque. The most statuesque position is DH. That's the... That's the position of statues. Because you're just sitting in the dugout. Just absolutely frozen. You don't have to... That's the easiest position in sports. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. DH... Because you don't have to do half of the sport. It's kind of... It's not as fun. I think... I think the most fun part about baseball is... The fielding. I was always a better fielder than hitter. Over at Hot Corner. Third base. What I used to play back in the day. Yeah. Way back in the day. <laughs> but, no, I, I mean, I played third base. What was my last year playing baseball? Probably 10th grade, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Maybe 9th or 10th. So, it's been a while since I played. But, I played catch. I think I played catch with my dad... And my brother, I 
think I played catch with Nick a couple times. I definitely, I remember, in the backyard. All right, <laughs> it's baseball memories. Speaking of, I got some memorabilia. Speaking of memories, that's probably the same root, right? Memoir. Memoir must mean <laughs> to remember <laughs> or in the past or something about nostalgia. But I got some Mariner memorabilia right here. I'm holding. This will be the picture for this episode. If you can find that somewhere. I don't know how it... I don't know where the episode picture shows up. But it's a Mariner Moose. I got the the beloved Mariner Moose. It was one of the best mascots in sports. I like the Seattle mascots. Because we used to have the Squatch. Squatch was his name. The Sasquatch. For the Sonics. I wrote a... That was one of my first columns for Daily Evergreen. The newspaper at WSU. It was a, a letter from... From the Squatch. I I wrote from the point of view of... Or his name is just Squatch. But that's a fun mascot. And he would just... Jump on trampolines. God. That's one thing I would never do. Is... Run... And bounce on one of those mini trampolines. Super high. And then... And they, they're doing like a Superman thing, and they land right next to the hoop, and dunk it. You've seen it, the NBA games, and all that stuff. But I would never do that. I would, because <laughs> I'd be the guy that, I'd be the dude that just goes straight through the, <laughs> just goes straight through the hoop. Kind of like the guy who. Who lands halfway in the pool? Gosh, that's, which is so painful if you think about it. That's how you really get hurt. It's, it's when you're. That's why you just don't jump into pools from. From dangerous, things. <laughs> I just. I'm I'm not a big heights person really. So, and I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a good extreme sports person, really. And I would consider... I, I would never do slam ball. Remember when slam ball was really popular for a minute? That was a decade ago. That was a long... That was a while ago. But people just kept getting hurt, though. People, people kept tearing ACLs. Just just random citizens were just shattering their knees. And, oh my god, so bad. I'm, I'm trying to think. I, I swear, I think I did. I think I did that once. Maybe, not slam ball. But, I remember going to one of those trampoline places. 
back when, back a long time ago, like back in junior high probably. And yeah, I would never go to one of those things. Like now, I would, I just wouldn't go. Because, yeah, we used to have a trampoline for a few years when I was growing up in our backyard. And I've talked about it before. And yeah, that's something that you grow out of real quick. Like I have I have not had the desire to go on a trampoline for for a long time. For years. For a long for maybe maybe even just you just don't want to go on one. Once you get once you get a little big, too big if you do if that's your body type but trampolines are for smaller people they're not for they're not for like six three guys like me i'm just and i'm not i'm not i'm not calling myself fat i'm not fat shaming myself but i'm just too tall i'm just too big for a trampoline i i just refuse i would not the only way I would go on one would be if it had a net and it feels just me. Cause I don't wanna I don't wanna bounce with other people. Cause I don't trust myself anymore with that. I'd probably send them flying into the into a tree. <laughs> I remember we used to because our trampoline used to have a net. But then we took the net down, or kind of over time, just by me and my friends would kick soccer balls at each other and shove each other into the net, (laughs) and then it eventually just collapsed, because, yeah, that's what happens. And then we soon got rid of the trampoline after, after we got rid of the net, after the net fell apart. But, yeah, we had a tree right next to it. So I remember you could definitely accidentally get bounced into that tree. Just like a cartoon. Just go splat right into it. Just doing like the starfish pose right into the tree. And then you slowly, you slowly slide down it. That's what would happen. Oh, the garbage man. Do you guys hear the garbage man? Do you hear that? See, that's pretty loud, isn't it? Garbage man's right, right there. Good. Thank, thank goodness for the garbage people. They're still doing their jobs too. They're, they're essential. They're more essential than lots of people. It's like garbage, post office, grocery stores, and hospitals. Right? Are those the... They're like the four, big four. Alright. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I was talking about trampolines. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, the one thing I... We used to double bounce each other. It was just so dangerous. Remember double bouncing on trampolines? So right when you're about to land, the other person just stomps on the trampoline 
so then so then you land and then you get it's already coming up somehow and you get you get like double sprung <laughs> and if you would you would double bounce people and they would go if it's a small person they would go flying get like like I remember my neighbor and friend my buddy my old buddy Mitch Vida and he used to be I mean he's he's taller than me now like he's huge now but he used to be short he was a late bloomer speaking of which look forward to the I'm looking forward to the new show I'm about to do called Late Boomer it's gonna be for old people I mean and everybody can listen to it but the content is gonna be it's gonna be old people centric cause cause what was, why was I gonna say that cause old people are the most isolated right now so if they can figure out how to listen to a podcast then they can listen to Late Boomer coming soon maybe even today but it's not a podcast about Boomer Sison or Chris Berman or the Boom Goes the Dynamite guy remember that guy remember he had a Tosh.0 web redemption I used to love Tosh.0 that was my jam but what was that oh yes yeah anyway (laughs) trampolines Mitch we just launched Mitch I remember like he would get he would get over 10 feet of air just he would jump higher than the net just really high which the net wasn't that tall but it was dangerous if you think about it cause you could what if you landed on the net that would be bad or I think I think an unsafe thing an unsafe thing to do with trampolines is having a basketball hoop cause you could easily I mean this has obviously happened to many people where they break legs. They break their legs because they land. Oh my God, just picturing. I think, speaking of Tosh.0, I'm sure that he's shown people who did this, who landed with, oh, just makes me shudder. They, they landed with a leg in the basketball hoop and, oh, and their body just went one way and then the leg just... Good, good, goodness. I need to stop talking about trampolines. It's just, it's just a dangerous thing. There, it's a dangerous activity that nobody really, nobody talks about. <laughs> but that's because, that's because all adults in their sane minds would just don't go, just wouldn't even go on a trampoline. Just wouldn't even, I wouldn't even go near it. Because I, it's just an injury. It's it's an injury waiting to happen. Or that game where break the egg. Speaking of Easter, here's a belated Easter 
trampoline game, break the egg. When someone, someone's balled up on the, on the floor of the trampoline, and then everybody else just stomps and bounces real quick, and they try to break the egg. The person on the ground is the egg, and that's a, that's a trampoline staple. <laughs> Which, trampoline staples sounds like something that is like a, a normal hospital occurrence. Oh, we got another case of trampoline staples. <laughs> another person's getting staples because they got launched into a tree from their trampoline. God. I can't believe my parents... My parents were... <laughs> I was going to say, my parents were cool. They're still cool. But that's pretty cool that they allowed us to have a a trampoline in the backyard. That's pretty sick. I remember one time Athena bounced under or she didn't bounce. <laughs> Why did I say she bounced? Oh, I think she used to jump on it sometimes though. I remember when she was a just a puppy. She used to jump on the tramp. She would jump up there sometimes. But one time she was under it and I was bouncing and I I had a metal baseball bat in my hand and I did, I wasn't trying to hurt her or anything, but she, it was like really weird timing because she put her face up. So her, her jaw, her teeth were like, like, like you could see the imprint of her teeth like sticking up through the trampoline and then I kind of I barely like brushed the bat I literally just brushed the bat against the trampoline but her teeth or her jaw just kind of jumped up into it and it was just amazing timing and she lost I think she lost a tooth from that she yeah it was like one of her bottom teeth I I, I was like no <laughs> I felt so bad but yeah I can just picture, I can picture her mouth, like the, the trampoline sculpture of her mouth as it, as it went up and then, and I was bouncing. It probably would have been worse if I, if I bounced right on her face, you know, if I, if I got my whole body on her face, that definitely would have been worse. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's a Mr. Brightside about that. But, anywho, I got this moose. <laughs> uh, a, a big a big U-turn. A big circular. Coming back to the moose. I got my Mariner moose here. And I love it. It's dressed up like Santa Claus. So it's honestly, two of my favorite things. The Mariner's. And Santa Claus. <laughs> I mean, not specifically Santa Claus, but although I do love Santa Claus, because I've, because obviously I've worked, I've worked for Santa Claus photos for for a long time now. Man, maybe yeah, over ten years, over a decade for Santa photos. But ten years, I mean, over a decade straight. Like I've never missed to Christmas 
I've done it every year. But, yeah, that's definitely two of my favorite things. Christmas and the Mariners. And the Mariner Moose. Alright, so I'm just going to do a little quote here from baseball, a book of quips and quotes. Winning makes you happy all day. Jimmy Wynn. Oh, his last name is Wynn. <laughs> W-Y-N-N. That's hilarious. I wonder if that's why That's why he's so into winning. He's like, guys, I'm more into winning than you. It's in my name. That is funny. <laughs> I, I didn't even look at that. I swear. I swear that was the first time I had looked at that. It's just what the guy's name is Win, and he loves winning. Could it happen any other way? All right, let's close this one out. We're gonna close this episode out here. God save the fan, by Will Leach, the creator of Deadspin. Here we go. This is Ryan Friel. <laughs> this is I've been I've been building myself up to read about this for days now, and you'll find out in a second. Ryan Friel, Cincinnati Reds outfielder who boasts his imaginary friend Farney, once told the Dayton Daily News, Farney is a little guy who lives in my head, who talks to me, and I talk to him. That little midget in my head said, that was a great catch, Ryan. I said, hey, Farney, I don't know if that was you who really caught the ball, but that was pretty good, good if it was. Everybody thinks I talk to myself, so I tell him, I'm talking to Farney. And, yeah, the reason why I was, like, <laughs> nervous to... I don't know about nervous, but... All right, I'll say I'll say it. So, I was... I remember Ryan Friel, and he was kind of a utility player. Back in... He played for the Reds, mostly. And back in the 2000s, the aughts. So, I Googled him. I searched him. And looked at his Wikipedia, because I was wondering, what, what's he up to? And it's so sad, because he committed suicide. He killed himself back in 2012. And, yeah, he, he was the first MLB player. Yeah, see, I told you, <laughs> I told you this was going to get heavy. He's the first MLB player who had CTE, which is, t- tell the truth. Tell the truth. The thing, that thing from Concussion. Remember that movie? The thing that all the football players have. But Ryan Friel had it before the movie, before Concussion. And yeah, he had a bunch of mental illnesses too, which is what the whole Farney thing was. But that that's the one good thing about how society and everything's changed recently over the past decade since this book was written because this came out I think this book came out in 07 let's see I think it was 07 what's yeah it was 08 actually so he probably wrote it in 07 then (laughs) isn't it funny when people when people do that like they do like well, that's what I mean. I mean, you wrote it in 07. <laughs> I didn't mean he published it in 07. I mean, he wrote it. 
like the people who always have to be correct. <laughs> you know? It's like that's what I meant. I meant I meant he wrote it in 07 and published it in 08. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, that's the one good thing that's changed is like I people are definitely more sensitive because it's not just Will Leach that was it was probably probably everybody at the time we we just like they they just thought that that Ryan that Ryan Friel was like a weirdo or something, or he probably got like made fun of a bunch. I mean, I, cause that's kind of what, cause that's all that he wrote here. So, I mean, he's kind of like making fun of them in the book here. <laughs> I mean, cause he didn't even have to say anything about it, but he just he just said what Ryan Friel said. But what am I trying to say? <laughs> I guess yeah, that's I. I think that's a good thing about now is people are more sensitive to people who have like who have mental illnesses and they're more ready to to like help help that person find help instead of you know making fun of them. <laughs> making fun of them and but I I remember that's what that's what everybody everything used to be like uh, back in but I mean, there so there was like some good things about the aughts, and then, but then yeah, I guess that's that's probably one of the bad things is because yeah, I don't know. But maybe he probably did go to a lot of. I'm I'm sure he probably went and got a lot of help, Ryan Friel. But yeah, sometimes yeah, it's just R.I.P. Ryan Friel. <laughs> this this. Episodes in honor of him, I suppose. But yeah, I guess I guess some people just try to get help, but then, but then they're demons and stuff, or they have mental illnesses, or lots of different stuff happens. <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy though. I, it's it's just kind of like a weird, another one of those weird coincidences where. It happened to be in this book, and then I, I looked at it, and I was like, I wonder what he's up to. Because I don't do that with everybody. With everybody I see, but... God, now I feel... <laughs> we gotta end on a... Let's end on a brighter note here. Let's read another quote from... <laughs> another quote from Baseball, a book of quips and quotes. You're only as smart as your ERA. Jim Bouton. That's funny. ERA, it's kind of like GPA, or uh, <laughs> IPA, <laughs> I was trying to think, is there, I, I guess IQ, it's only two letters, but IQ, alright, <laughs> so your IQ is equal to your ERA, is what you're saying, if you want to put it in math terms, alright guys, very good. There you go. I'm standing up. I'm stretching. Oh, we did it. We did another episode of 2001, A Space Needle Odyssey. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for... Hit that share button. Right right now. Just do it right now. I, I dare you. I, truth or dare. And I, I choose dare. I dare you to hit that share button on your phone right there. Share the podcast. Share at Stars Born on your social media. I know you got that social media. 
That'd be insane if you didn't have social media. But if you did, if you didn't have it, you'd probably be one of those people who used to have it, but you used to use it way too much. So then you had to take it off your phone. One of those people. But because that's how it usually is. There's like there's nobody who hasn't used social media yet. Right. I mean, especially if you're listening to a podcast, <laughs> if you're listening to this right now, you got I'm sure you've been on social media at some point. Like even my grandparents, my grandparents are on Facebook, right? Everybody's grandparents are on Facebook, right? Everybody's grandparents are on Facebook. Yes, that's what I would do. If I was Zuckerberg, I would really lean into the, speaking of old people, I was just talking about, I would lean into the old people, just lean into the, to like the Facebook. It's for your grandma, you know, Facebook. Your grandparents' favorite app. Other than curly fries. <laughs> Other than mozzarella sticks. Your grandparents' favorite app. Other than nachos. Facebook. Alright, there you go. But So yeah, hit the share button. And yeah, hope you had a good Easter. My birthday is coming up. So I'm looking... I was just thinking, this is the best time of... This is an even better time than on your birthday is what I'm doing this time period right now when it's 11 days from my birthday. And it's like the, cause I can just, I'm just celebrating now through the 24th. You know, I'm just, I had nothing. I'm, it's a quarantine party. It's a, it's a, it's a home, it's a home celebration, you know, <laughs> bring your own Bring your own, I don't know, <laughs> podcast, BYOP, bring your own podcast. I'm just distracted because I got to, once again, I got to urinate because I drank a lot of coffee, a lot of coffee. So it's over. The podcast is over. I love you. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. And I said thank you enough. I just keep saying it. Cause it's it's just a nice word to say. It just feels, it feels good to say. Actually, it's fun to say. It it makes me feel good when I say it. So thank you, and I love you, and bye.